let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey guys, it's Emily and Andrew. How are you doing? We hope you're doing well. We hope that you are able to use this time to seek to thrive. And I also know, though, that there's a lot of moments that we just feel like we're surviving and it's miserable. Oh, they're hardcore, some surviving moments or days or weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in those moments, I think it's it's possible to find moments where you're thriving. Yeah, definitely. And so hopefully you're able to see that. Definitely, definitely. And I think... Um, on well, one way that we found to do that, and one way we've seen lots of other people doing that, is embarking on projects. Because we have lots of lots of extra time at home, um, and we have the time and ability uh, to kind of improve in. our house, improve yeah. our home, and kind of do fun f- things with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I know we have talked about this in another episode kind of the opposite of this where like everyone's going crazy with how much can we do um how much can we teach our kids and stuff um and i feel like in that episode we had kind of a, a negative opinion towards that maybe mm-hmm. or like a kind of a negativity po- towards productivity. I, I, I but that's th- not what we meant no, no, no I, I think but we how- did we did uh talk about this a little bit in that episode we talked about how um there is kind of this pressure on people yeah. to, to be doing those things. And if mm-hmm. you're not doing these like fantabulous things, then you're a failure as a parent or right. as, a, as a person in general. We uh, talked about like the competition of it. Right. But there, it is a good opportunity to kind of dive into it and, and love it. Yeah. And so uh, we should use it, this as an opportunity, but not get too caught up in the you know, keeping up with the Joneses right. mentality. And so yeah. like, like this should be a time for you to improve on your own schedule according to your own terms. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So today we just want to talk about some of the projects we've been doing and share with you our whole mindset around projects. Because mm-hmm. it's very different. Yes. Because we're both... <laughs> like we both approach project doing very differently. Even though we're both very pro projects oh yeah like we're always oh we love them yeah we were we did a bunch of projects this past weekend and when we finished i said oh we're done with this i don't want to do any projects <laughs> and then we got we got home from my parents house yesterday or th- this morning and i was like oh how about we do this that'd be cool and He's we like, have all I'm this gonna stuff build nightstands <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah we'll talk about that but yeah uh so we're just we're very busybody type people and so Mm-hmm. Which is probably a problem, but it's really just a thing. It's it's an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I think all this is kind of a tangent, but I think all strengths come with uh, associated weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, I think like like all yeah, so like all strengths strengths or weaknesses have an attached strength or weakness. Yeah, the opposite. So like mm-hmm. if you're proud you tend to be confident and you tend to be a go-getter if you are um if you have a quick temper you're also like more willing to stand up for pe- yourself or other people if i mean mm-hmm. if you are really busy bodies like emily and me um it means that we get a lot of stuff done and we're very proactive but it also means that we have a hard time slowing down yeah and, being still yeah 
It's something we've talked about before, Mm -hmm. but that's a a tangent and a digression. So let's get back to our projects. Yes. So can I kind of rewind a little bit? Yeah, rewind. Okay. So for our whole marriage, we've lived in apartments and a townhouse. And Um, a hostel. And a hostel. Yeah. (laughs) So we really weren't able to like renovate anything or do any painting or anything to our spaces yeah we Um, had one space like again our hostel that they were staying at when you're when we were in europe mm -hmm. we had like one room and then there's a shared shared bathroom shared bathroom and common area yeah and we couldn't put anything up and so it was literally like we we didn't even have like uh like shelves or anything we didn't even have like a dresser there was one like little schkoff what do you call that like a Uh, like a wardrobe a wardrobe a tiny wardrobe like a dinky like wardrobe. Like a double door wardrobe thing. Yeah. They didn't have, we, and we didn't bring hangers. No. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have any hangers. Stack our clothes on the floor of the wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was probably the least uh, that we've ever been able to yeah. kind of a, but a I think create. Or, we just moved into our first house and it, it's been really exciting, but also scary to realize that we can do whatever we want. Yeah, it's like house. I see this beautiful wall, and if I want to, I can take a hammer to it. No one's going to tell me anything about it. I mean, you'd be right. upset, but like, I wouldn't get in trouble <laughs> yeah. with anybody again. Right, right. You wouldn't with you be as the like, exception. Yeah, like fined or anything for that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So on the one hand, it's exciting because you can do whatever you want. But on the other hand, it's like, oh, like whatever I choose to do is pretty permanent. Like, mm-hmm. is that something I'm going to want to do or not? And so, at first, I was really excited to do a bunch of projects with our house, but then I got kind of scared and caught up in the whole idea that I didn't want to do anything to the house because I didn't want it to be, like, out of trend or out of style in five years. And so, in my head, it was, like, better to just not do anything and enjoy my space the way it was than to take a risk and love it Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah and i think i was just nervous about the permanency of right of some projects Mm -hmm. but i think i'm learning now that i i would rather i mean now that these projects are done um i'm so glad we did them Mm -hmm. and i don't really care if they're out of trend in five years three years like i'm just so happy to love the space that i'm in instead of like the space that I'm in. Right. I think there's a, a really good uh, talk by, who was it? It's a talk you constantly quote, and we've actually not been able to find, so we need to go back and find it. Oh, yeah. Was oh, my it, gosh. I've it, seriously, for probably it, over a year, I've been searching Boyd K. for this. Packer? I want to say it's Boyd K. Packer, it but Perry? I don't know anymore. I think it's Boyd K. Packer. So we're just going to attribute it to Boyd K. Packer. If you know the talk, please... Please tell us. I've seriously been searching for yeah, over a year, and I can't the... find this quote. But I know I've read it somewhere. Okay, so just want, do you want, why don't you explain it? This is your, your um, thing. Well, okay, because I haven't been able to find the quote, and I never wrote it down. It's just in my head. But um, it's just something to the, to the idea of, um, like, not living out of your suitcase. Mm-hmm. So, like, wherever you are, whether you're in an apartment, whether you're just in your hotel for a week or so, like, unpack. Like, settle where you are and be rooted in where you are. Yeah, and, like, make the best of make it. Make the very best and, like, of your And, like, be space. committed to making your space more beautiful. Because any right. 
beauty or glory you add to the earth is beauty and glory you're giving to God. Perfect. That is so well yeah. said. And so and I think when we're making our homes an outpost of heaven, how much more true that is. When we have decided to actually dedicate our homes to Christ mm-hmm. uh, and commit them to Him and glorifying Christ, uh, when we make the commitment to beautifying our home and taking care of it and being good stewards, that just is a physical manifestation of that desire to glorify Christ. Yeah. So, no matter how long you're in a place, you always want to make it better. Even mm-hmm. if it's just better for the time you're there, uh, or if it's better in a way that you're going to have to change in a few years, um, like with trendy things, um, like I don't think it's always healthy to, j- to go with trends, like to, to, because to chase that, trends. Right. Yeah, you don't want to chase, chase them trends. because then you will always feel that competition of yeah. keeping up with the Joneses and stuff. Yeah. But as you, I mean, you eventually have to go with trends because if you didn't go with any trends, you would just never be... Do anything. Yeah, you wouldn't do anything, so you would never be, like, your yeah. full potential of happiness, yeah. I guess. And so it's, like, because finding this balance. Because, because, like, if you grew up and said, hey, I'm not going to follow any new trends, and you would basically just stick to the trends that were there when you were forming that opinion, and you'd be wearing, I don't know, like, weird... I guess people are wearing weird jeans from the 90s now again, so I don't know what <laughs> so you'd be wearing. it comes back yeah. around. <laughs> so you'd be, like, you'd be in fashion every 15 years. And, like, for there'd be, like, a, like a 13, 14-year period between that that you'd be super weird looking. But every now and again, like every couple decades, you'd be uh, <laughs> back in fashion. Back uh, and so I, I think you... there's There has to be a middle ground between chasing, chasing trends mm-hmm. and kind of just enjoying it i don't know like being being rooted and engaged Mm -hmm. but having our ultimate roots back in christ yeah does that make sense exactly yeah that makes perfect sense where that middle ground is i don't know we're finding it yeah that's what each of us has to figure out for ourselves yeah i think if you find yourself personally just being obsessed with it and like being unhappy yeah because i think that obsession is going to create unhappiness Yeah. yeah yep Anyway, so what is, why don't we just go back and forth with the projects? Okay. Why don't you say one and then I'll tell about the next and I don't, I don't even know how they came about, but, uh, well, why don't you talk, so there are three main ones. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk about your, your first one. Okay. So I did an accent wall and a tiny other piece of the wall because they're in the kid's bedroom. There's like a little nook area where the door opens. And so I did like one of those tiny walls and then I did an accent wall. And um, it looks awesome. I love it so much. (laughs) But so, okay, so our original wall paint is like a really light gray. And so we painted the accent wall white. And then we we bought this really pretty green paint. I think it's called uh, Moss Ring. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my favorite color is green. So I was excited from the beginning when we picked green. Um, But we painted it not... I don't even know what it's called, but basically you just take a brush and you just kind of dab the wall. Yeah. It's like... Uh, like little lines. It kind of looks like... The picture that I used, I just got from Pinterest, and she did it in blue, and it kind of looked like rain. But ours is green, and it looks like leaves. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty. Yeah. I love it. So they're like little vertical uh, brush strokes yeah, brush that are strokes. not touching the other green brush strokes. Right. So and you so can still see separated. the white through the... Yeah, it looks really cool. Jump on our Instagram. It looks really it. awesome, and I feel like it even brightens the room. Yeah, it definitely does. 
Because, I mean, the light, light gray wall originally, I mean, it made the room really light. But now the sun comes in and hits that white with the green leaf things, mm-hmm. and it looks really bright, and it's yeah. really pretty. Yeah, it feels a little less sterile. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like nice. the cleanness of the, the light gray and the whites. Mm-hmm. But having the green in there, having that accent wall, really pops. it makes it pop. Yeah, it like yeah. brings out the white and the, like the lightness of the gray wall. Mm-hmm. One thing that I thought was <laughs> interesting is that when I saw this idea, I thought, oh, that's easy. That'll take like an hour. It's just oh, like dabbing gosh. the wall over and over again. It took and seven it, hours. It took like seven hours. And me and my sister... Just the green brushstrokes took seven hours. Yeah. That's not even counting all the white or the setup. Or the taping and the taking down. Yeah. Anyways, it took way longer than we thought. And luckily, I had my family here to help. And my sister and I just went to town dabbing the wall. And we took a time lapse. It's on our um, Instagram highlights. Meanwhile, while she was doing that, Mm -hmm. I was doing all the wood cutting. (laughs) So we had had two other projects that required wood cutting, two other big ones. Uh, We decided to make a rock wall. Like a rock climbing wall yes. for our kids' playroom. Mm-hmm. And it was actually super, it was time consuming, but it but was pretty simple. It was pretty simple if you have the tools already. Mm-hmm. Which we did not go and buy tools, we borrowed. Yeah. So. And so this, for the rock wall, all I needed, we needed a, a saw. Um, what's that type of saw called? I don't remember. You are not asking the right person. Oh my gosh. Anyway, a saw that is easy to cut. Strips of wood at, at precise angles. Not like a handheld saw yeah. that you like it's saw like a, back and forth yeah, with. But it's not a table saw. That's the wrong name. Anyway, man, buzz saw. I'm gonna say buzz saw. I might be wrong. <laughs> might be wrong. Oh I man, totally I've, not the thing. I'm just gonna have a complete. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Honest. Ispa What is that Confession. like? Confession. Confession. Uh, I. I feel like I'm. I've worked on construction sites before, and I've done handyman type stuff. But I always feel like an idiot every time I walk into Home Depot or Lowe's. Or, <laughs> so I walk in there and I'm like, so yeah, I need some screws. And you walk into the screw aisle and there's like 500 screws. You're like, what on earth? Like, yeah. how am I supposed to know which one? It's intimidating for me to go in there yeah. too. I mean, it's super intimidating. And like, uh, we borrowed my dad's nail gun. And he's like, okay, so you're going to need um, finishing or finisher nails. I'm like, okay, so I walk in there and fin- get finisher nails. And there's like 10 different types of n- finisher nails for uh, nail guns. And I I chose the wrong one the first time. I thought I knew what I was doing. I chose the right gauge, chose the right length, but I chose the wrong angle, not something I was aware of. Uh, and I had to go back and return them, but I couldn't return them because I had used some of them. So that was fun. But uh, this one, so this rock wall only required the saw, uh, a drill mm-hmm. um, with, like a wood, with like a wood bit or wood drill bit, uh and we got a grinder yes that was the other thing and then we um had extra we did a like painted the wood white and we had extra white paint from a different project and Mm -hmm. so we got to use that and then i had some black paint from another project like two years ago that was still good so i used that to paint mountain silhouettes Mm -hmm. and then we put a white y on it it she did a great job with it the It looks paint. really good. So the, the silhouettes were actually the silhouette from the three mountains mm-hmm. uh, where Brigham Young University is. Right. Where Provo is. So there's Squaw Peak yeah. and Y Mountain. What's that one on the right? Called? I don't know. I don't remember. I've gone up that canyon tons of times. I don't yeah. know the name of that mountain. Um, 
and it turned out great. And then we ordered the handholds from uh, Amazon. from Amazon. They're like 50 bucks. And it came with the fastening hardware and whatnot. And so he painted it, and then we laid out where we wanted the handholds, and then I drilled the holes, um, and then you screw on the, um, the handholds, and then you flip the wood over. Oh, well, plywood. That's all, we, that's all it was, just some mm-hmm. plywood. Just like sheets of plywood. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being eight and a half feet tall. By six, six? By six, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. eight by six. It's not eight, eight by six. It's just eight by six. Okay. Uh, and then you just go through and you grind off the, the bolts, like what's sticking off of the back of the bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was ready and we drilled it into the, the studs. And so we had uh, big, long wood screws. And then we fastened the wood or the, the plywood directly into the studs mm-hmm. on, the, on, on the wall or in the wall in the kids' room. And it looks awesome. Yeah. Super excited about that one. And Hiram was in heaven. He was yeah, so excited. He couldn't excited breathe about when it. he saw it. Like, <gasps> he was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It was really and we're cool. thinking about getting a like a little bell or something to put at the top. Yeah. That'd be fun. That's the plan. Yeah. So next. Okay, next. We did an accent wall in our master bedroom. And it turned out really good. We used the same green that we used in the kids' room. So it kind of it matches. It's like cohesive. And it makes it a lot cheaper. And it was much cheaper because we had plenty of paint. Um, so I don't even know what you would call this. What is this? Design thing? Des- yeah. I don't know. And so it's <laughs> something that someone saw or People, pointed out. It's Emily. like kind of all over Instagram and Pinterest right now where you have those like wood pieces. <laughs> How do you describe this? It's like little wood bars that come across the wall. And They're furring strips. Furring strips? I think that's what they're called, furring okay. strips. They come across the wall in like geometric shapes or stripes or however you want to do it. And then you paint the wall your accent color. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of started cutting wood. Yes, the wood was a, a one inch by two inch by eight foot uh, raw lumber strip that you can get at Home Depot or Lowe's. And they were like a buck 20 a piece. They're super cheap. For for um, a buck 20 for how long was that? Six feet? Eight, eight feet. feet. Yeah, so and one inch by two eight. inch by eight feet. So very cheap. And then, um, yeah, so we just started cutting it and putting it on the wall, like nailing it into the wall. Yeah. The, the nice thing end. is you're only ever cutting at 45 or 90 degree angles. And mm-hmm. so you can, once you get like the big design up, we just kind of went for it and we cut things and then we had extra pieces lying around. And so we so were like, hey, where does this fit? Let's do it here. And it looks really awesome. It's like a combo of like chevron and arrows. Yep, and it's so cute. it, it kind of looks like a mountain, but then there also it looks like arrows pointing to us mm-hmm. in the bed, like pointing our bed. So it kind of makes the emphasis that like our like our marriage is like the center, the center of our like home, the focus and, of our home. Yeah, yeah, I I really love it. Yeah, and I it's love awesome. The green, and we were really really worried about the green because it's a really large wall, and we were worried that the green was going to darken the room. And once again, it really didn't. Yeah, it was really I don't good. think it did at all. Yeah, and I was I was very impressed with how simple it was to put together like it was time mm-hmm. consuming but it's simple yeah it was pretty simple and that was like with all our projects yep and this was a, a combined effort so emily and i are very passionate about synergy and synergizing mm-hmm. and so we are we are which we definitely want to do a big episode on yeah synergy um but when emily goes into projects oh yeah this is how we differ yeah go ahead <laughs> uh, so should i talk about how i do projects or should we talk how do you want to do this? 
talk about how I do projects and I'll talk about how you do okay. projects. Okay. So when Emily does projects, she gets very excited about planning which projects we're going to do. Not necessarily like how we're going to do them or the specifics or what exactly it's going to look like. She just gets really excited about like, let's do this general vague thing or like this, let's do this accent wall and we'll do these, we'll do this and I want to do this kind of color. And then she gets really and excited. And, don't do it. No. Yeah. And when we go to the store, she doesn't like look at prices. She <laughs> doesn't like look to see if what, what we're choosing is the accurate the right thing. thing. Yeah. She's like, oh, this looks good. Uh, and yeah. And then it ends up that we have to go back and return stuff because it was like the wrong thing or it was the expensive version. And so we're like trading things in and getting the cheaper versions. Like the, um, the fit, what is that called again? The furring strips. The furring strips that I had originally picked out, which were the only ones that I saw. She got finished lattice strips is what she Yeah, got. and so they were like 90 cents per foot. Yeah, so, and they came in 12-foot strips. Yeah. And we probably used, a hundred. I don't know, like 90 to 100 feet on our wall. Right. So we hadn't started cutting any of it yet, and Andrew, we bought it, and that night we were like, okay, this was really expensive and he got online and on Home Depot and was like, okay, uh, we got the wrong thing. You definitely, cause I, I picked it out. Yeah. Cause I was like, and so he was like, you definitely got the wrong yeah, thing. Let's I was go like back. getting the plywood we'll, and getting it cut. I'm like, you just go grab it. You know what you want. Yeah. No. So I'm not allowed to go into Hobby Lobby <laughs> or Home not Depot. Hobby Lobby, Home Depot. As long as you, you just can't do like lumber. Like, yeah. Like hardware stuff. Yeah. I can't. Cause I'm just like, oh yeah, that looks good. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and doesn't think to like go yeah. check around the corner and whatnot. No, I don't. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. how I do it, and I it always comes oh, back to bite and, me. And when we were like, and when we we're like cutting the wood and like putting it up, she's like, oh yeah, that looks fine. Just do whatever. Um, and she kind of goes through things quickly, mm-hmm. um, and is not as meticulous as I might be. So like, I came in and like I I touched up the <laughs> You're paint. Like, sorry. Well, I came in like touch up the paint. Um, on the like on the accent stuff uh, because there are lots of like little weird nooks and crannies mm-hmm. that are kind of easy to miss and so I went in and I spent like an hour and a half while they were watching a movie like uh, trying to fill in all the little nooks and crannies that were missed mm-hmm. and okay <laughs> so let's talk about me I, I know so, I have my own idiosyncrasies um, he just likes to plan everything step by step and I'm still spontaneous, though. You are still spontaneous, but you want to know, like, exactly how it's going to happen. And, um, like, like everything has to have a meaning. And so when yeah. I say, like, oh, whatever, yeah, that looks fine, it looks good. Like, that, I can tell that bothers you sometimes because you're like, no, but what does this, what does this say about the design? What does right. this say about <laughs> us as a couple if we angle it like this? <laughs> I do, <laughs> like, I do. Think oh, I- my gosh, just put it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I do. But that. in the end, like, we combine our ideas and we come up with this awesome design yeah. that we both designed. So, yeah. Yeah, synergy. Anything else about how I... Um. You just he, he just likes to do research too and so he will like find exactly what we need. Exactly what the price is. Right. Like you're just very meticulous. Well and I think Emily when she like says, Oh, we'll just build this like she doesn't understand like I don't think I don't think you take the the time to think about how. 
and all that goes into it. Right. No, I don't. And I know, like, I know that. And that always comes back to bite me is like, okay, I'm going to do this project. Okay. We're going to start. I don't know how I to do it. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going and hopefully it looks good. Yeah. And then it doesn't end up looking as good as it could have, or it's not as like functional as it could have been. Right. Yeah. Like when we were talking about the rock wall, originally she was just going to like drill the holes like into the sheetrock. The, yeah. Yeah. Without like thinking, like, oh, that's not going to be able to bear yeah. weight. So I don't do a lot of the building stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of the painting, but not yeah. the building. It's so, like. The, that was all Andrew. Yeah. And so like, I'm like maybe a little like slishkom, like a little, a little too meticulous at times where I, I want to go through and make but sure. It's okay, good like, for. We need to make sure yeah. we, that this is going to actually physically work when we do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I'm glad that that you're like that. Yeah, and straight up like sometimes it makes it diff it makes it um not super fun when we're like trying mm-hmm. to synergize because it'd be so much easier if I just said Emily like you you can do whatever you want, like you just do this mm-hmm. and like we'll just go with it whatever you want. Um and it'd be easy for Emily to say, "Okay, that's like a manly thing. You just do it and like you like don't talk to like, me about it." Like you do your thing, I'll do my thing. Yeah. But it's, it's always better. Always. It has never turned out where it's like never happened where I'm like, oh, you know what? This would have been better if I had just done it. Or Emily's. Like, no, it's always better when we do it together. Yeah. It's yeah. like always better when, we, when we're able to synergize. And synergizing is not easy. And we'll talk about that in an episode, I think, after the quarantine stuff. I think yeah. I want to take a little bit more time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always worth it. And our creative abilities, uh, or it's not benefit each other. They complement each other immensely mm-hmm. because uh, where emily's weak creatively i am strong and the few areas where i am strong creatively emily is right is weaker yeah and so when we combine those two we make a much better product and i think that's evident with the podcast like if it was just me it'd be it wouldn't be nearly as good and if it was just you it wouldn't be nearly as good but when we come together we're able to create something that is much better than what either of us could do on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about our plants? Yeah. So one thing we also did is we love, again, I love the philosophy and like the, the symbolism, like the feeling of growing things mm-hmm. and being engaged in life making. Yeah. Uh, and which is funny because this is like coming out in how we do projects is I'd like... I'd rather buy a tree or buy a plant because it will look good immediately. And he'd rather buy seeds because he likes to watch the process. Yeah. And so that's like kind of how our, we are with projects is like, I'd like to do it right now and see the immediate like reward. Mm-hmm. And you are way more patient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, again, I just like, I'm like, I don't want to stare at these pots of dirt that nothing's going to happen in two weeks. <laughs> oh, I, just, I love the feeling of growing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we, we planted a, we have a little herb garden thing, but we decided like a grow, a planter box, mm-hmm. uh, but we're actually growing beans in it right now. Kahuna beans. Yep. And there's peppers in there too. And uh, cilantro, mm-hmm. but over the weekend, not the weekend. What day is it? I, okay. So past couple of days it rained a lot and it filled the, like it filled the whole planter box with water like flooded it, and so we had to drain it out and I don't really know if any of the stuff survived, so we'll see in a few days I guess. Yeah, I think the the beans might be the only thing that survived. Yeah. Anyways, um, but then today we went to Home Depot and got some pots like those um, 
terracotta pots that are like 97 cents. Mm-hmm. And we uh, fill them with dirt mm-hmm. and stuck them in our windowsills in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we have planted in there um, lavender. What was the other? lavender, spinach, and what was the last thing? Um, rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah. So that'll be fun to watch. And I think planting um, like plants from seeds is fun with kids too, because with the planter box, Hiram loves to check on the plants, and it's so like mind-blowing to him that they can grow right like that yeah yeah and we i again goes back to a, a difference in how we like to do things uh emily would would be more i don't know if you'd rather like flowers and that kind of stuff but i think you'd be much more open to flowers than i would mm-hmm. like on a window seal no i like practical stuff yeah. i'd rather an herb garden than a flower garden oh, okay yeah I, I definitely Although, would. I don't really know what I would use lavender for, but I think it's gorgeous and it smells good. So. Yeah. So there's, there's a practical purpose for it. Yeah. So it smells good. Mm-hmm. And there's something you can do with it. People are paying tons of money for lavender oil all the time. Right. So there must be some useful. I don't think I'll be making my own lavender oil. <laughs> Probably not. I think we don't have enough lavender to make lavender oil. <laughs> there's our two pots of lavender. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. we are... Yeah, we're really excited for that. Um, and then today... This is our oh, last part, yeah. which leads into our spiritual thought, which will be the end of the yes. of this episode. Uh, do you want to talk about this one a little bit? Uh, well, I mean, I don't really know exactly where the idea came from. I'll start talking, though, about it, and you can fill okay. in. So, Andrew said that when he was a, in Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. um, he got his weaving merit badge. I did. and uh, What do you call a person that's, that weaves? A weaver? Probably. A weavester? Probably not a weavester. A weavtress. Probably a weaver or a, a weaver. basket maker. <laughs> a beaver. <laughs> Anyways, so he got his weaving merit badge, um, and he had this awesome idea that, well, originally we were going to replace our um, side tables, like our nightstands, anyways, because they're really bulky for like the it's room like, that we have. It was like re- they're really good at the time, but they don't really fit the style we're they going don't for fit, right now. Yeah. Um, and they're old, and so we wanted to replace them eventually. So Andrew had this idea that he could use the extra wood from the Why don't you wall. explain why the Boy Scout story was important, was relevant? No, I will. Okay, I'm, go I'm ahead. getting there. Go ahead. I, I apologize. So we would use the extra wood from the wall that we made so in the master strips. bedroom, the furring strips, to build nightstands that have like this weaved top on them. Woven top. Woven. Woven. With a woven top. <laughs> a woven top. A woven top. Yeah. So when, uh, one, Wo- one of the things you can do for the weaving merit badge, or I, think it's, you know, I, th- I think it's actually wo- woven. It's woven. woven. It's definitely woven. <laughs> I, I, so I actually think it's the basket making okay. merit badge, mm-hmm. uh, but it's basically weaving skills. And so mm-hmm. you can make a basket or you could make a a, chair, a little stool. Like a stool. Yeah, so you like you buy a little kit and then you have the stool and then you take twine and you weave the twine into like an inner woven kind of like a checkerboard looking thing. Yeah. And that makes a seat. It's like mm-hmm. a, a pretty firm seat like it's strong enough for you to sit on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I decided to do is take that idea and I asked Emily if she would, if she liked that idea. We could use like the raw wood that we had used for uh, the raw uh, furring strips uh, and so we made a a 18 inch by 18 inch 3d cube from the furring strips um and then actually i'm working on it now i'm about three quarters of the way done with With the the first first one one, um where i'm just weaving the 
the twine to make like a, a solid surface and that's mm-hmm. going to be our our side table so it's not going to be strong enough for like a lamp like or like a big lamp right. or big things but it's going to be strong enough like you could sit on it if you need to if you wanted to yeah but i mean we don't really use our like nightstands or tables for anything more than a book or two and a remote like, yeah and we have uh we have like little clip-on lights yeah, which that could still clip onto the side, right? Yeah, and I, I think we'll still yeah. end up doing that. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's really cheap. Uh, it is time-consuming, and it takes yeah. a whole... A lot of twine. whole ton of twine, if yeah. you want to do it this big. If I would have made it smaller, it would have been a lot less twine. Mm-hmm. But uh, that leads to my really cool thought uh, and really cool experience I had today. Um, oh, sorry. Hit the table. So, my thought... Um, it's kind of inspired by something that uh, Thomas S. Monson, he was the, uh, the president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for some years. Um, he said in a talk he gave in 2012, Our Heavenly Father is aware of our needs and will help us as we call upon Him for assistance. And I think this is something that we as believers inherently know. I mean, there's the Savior says this so many times. He tells us to pray unceasingly and consistently ask Him for the, for the desires of our hearts. But um, it's really cool when you see that actually happen. You have like a real reminder of that. So today I was walking around Walmart, and I don't enjoy being in, at Walmart right now. Mm-mm. Like it's like not the cleanest place right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like you can tell they're they're trying to keep it clean, but they just there's so many people there. It's so big, and it's yeah. just kind of like an already a dirty place. Yeah. Um, and I was in there for like 30 minutes, walking around looking for twine. And I walked up. To, I was like asking people where it was, and no one knew. I the, I walked up to one guy and I said, "Hey, like, do you know where the twine is? Can you tell me where the twine is?" And he's like, "Twine." I'm like. Yeah, twine. What's twine? And he said, "What? What's what's twine?" I'm like, you know, like twine, like thin rope, like like a swing. I'm like, no, no, like thin rope. And I'm like, well, like a swing. What are you talking about? But anyway, <laughs> uh, he's like, no, I don't know where that is. And he just stared at me. He's like, didn't offer to help me find it or like like point me in the right direction to talk to somebody else or anything like that. It's not super surprising here. No, no. Uh, so I I decided to just. Like, like, all right, well, I'm just going to walk away and look a couple more places. But I had looked everywhere. And so I decided to walk over to the food section of Walmart so I can pick up some stuff for Emily. And I was just, like, super bummed because I couldn't find the twine. And there's not a lot of craft stores open right now. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. We'll have to wait a few months. I mean, who knows how long I have to wait before I can get it. Uh, And I was just kind of bummed. And I had been working really hard today. Uh, on praying constantly and just like th- having all my thoughts be a, a prayer directed to the Father. Mm-hmm. So it's not not all my thoughts were like a formal prayer, but I was trying to have... Trying very, to be mindful all day yeah, of that. Yeah, trying to be mindful all day of that. And I was on my phone looking up something for Emily because she asked me to get, get something or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was walking over towards the food and I, I was passing like the electronic section. And... I had already checked, like, the the arts and crafts section was way on the other side of the store, and I had already been there. And as I was walking towards the food section, I was on my phone, and I had, like, the, the strongest spiritual expression, or, like, an impression mm-hmm. to stop, li- like, put my phone away, 
turn around or I look behind me. Yeah, so stop, turn around and, and look up. And so I, I did that. And as like literally the first thing I saw when I turned was twine. What section was it in then? It was in some random section. That's it, so it was weird. like a random arts and crafts section. That was like out of place. That was separated from the arts and crafts section. It was seriously oh. like stuck between extension cords and toys. Weird. Like it had no extension cords. It was like a like fans or something like a, some random electronics mm-hmm. aisle. And so it had it, it had I would never have guessed it was there. And like I had been talking to my father like, "Oh man, I'm really bummed about this. Like this kind of sucks, but like it'll be fine." Uh, and like, Heavenly, like, when I went to grab the twine, because I saw I saw twine. It wasn't the twine that I needed, the, 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 like, the first thing I saw. But I went over there, and then right across, like, yeah, like right across the row from that was the twine I needed. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I grabbed the twine, I just had this, like, extremely powerful impression that Heavenly Father, like, knew where I was, knew who I was, and was mindful of my wants and my desires and my needs. Mm-hmm. And it was such a silly little thing. Twine. Right, because it's like it's not like that was essential for your survival. Right. Like, and it wasn't even essential for my spiritual welfare. Like if the no. Lord hadn't answered that prayer or like hadn't... And it wasn't even like a direct prayer I had said. Right, like it, you would have been fine. Yeah, and I would, my faith would have been fine. But like he loves us so much. And I was like standing in a Walmart holding twine about to cry because of how... Like powerful this this moment was for me that like Heavenly Father knew who I was, knew the desires of my hearts, and knew that uh, my hearts I had multiple hearts, knew the <laughs> desire of my heart, and knew that I had wanted to to make this thing mm-hmm. uh, to beautify our home, mm-hmm. not something vital to my to my eternal progression or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but like he wanted to help me because he knew he could help me, and I had been trying to be uh, intentional about listening to him, and it was just a really cool moment for me. Like, I, th- I think, like, I'm going to remember that moment for a long time. You should write it down. I have already written it down. Oh, good. Or, no. I think I have a note in my phone to write to it down. To write it down. Yeah. Okay, well, make sure to do that. Yeah. Um, so, I I just want to encourage you guys to just, to be mindful of those things, or mm-hmm. to be mindful uh, in your thoughts every day. Uh, and as you try and be mindful, um, I promise the mm-hmm. Lord is going to do things like that for you. It right. may not happen every single day, but so many times, just in the past couple of weeks since this quarantine stuff has happened, um, I've been, I've been uh, trying my best to be mindful and focused on, on my relationship with Jesus Christ and with our Heavenly Father, and He has, that like, given me small little tender mercies and blessings to show me that He is paying attention. And right. he is answering prayers directly. Even when we don't say those prayers directly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, know, he's, I know he's there. I know he's listening. I think um, sometimes we talk about faith and logic as if they're two separate things. Uh, but for me, like, I have seen the hand of God so many times, and I feel his presence right now. Uh, and I've felt it throughout so many different occasions in my life that it would be irrational for me to turn away from God and to cease believing in God. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Go paint your walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go do something fun. Remember to be rooted in where you're at. So enjoy the space that you have to the max capacity that you have to enjoy it. Yep. 
hey guys, do all the great things. Uh, keep spreading that l- the light of Christ. Uh, if you love our podcast and you want to help other help us grow, help us get our message out, please uh, subscribe, rate us, leave a review, uh, share it on your inst- on your social media platforms. In your stories and your posts, all those things, share we it with love friends. That. that makes us feel so happy and loved. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so awesome to see you guys like it. And if we we love when you reach out to us and let us know. We've had a couple people mm-hmm. reach out to us the past couple weeks. Yeah. It's been awesome. Yeah, it's been really fun to connect with you guys. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. Should I translate that? Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's been some Russians listening, and so Andrew is just saying, "Hey." Hey, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I just said hi. Hi. We love you guys. Peace out. Keep the faith. <laughs>